You're listening to How She Creates, Season 3, Episode 3. Today, Kaylee Gray and I are taking you on a creative journey of what we achieved in our art in 2018 and what plans we have to make more and grow as creatives in 2019. Plus, there's a 16-page workbook for you to follow along and set big goals that you can actually accomplish this year. You're listening to How She Creates. I'm your host, Lauren Hooper, and I'm one of the creative mentors at Get Messy Art. This podcast is for the curious, the wanderer and the wanderers, the playful and the joyful. Every week, we are going to explore how to design a life full of creativity and whimsy. Now let's get curious and go explore something. Welcome back to another episode. I am really excited you are here. This is one of my favorite times of the year and one of my least favorite times. It doesn't really matter because it's just the start of a new calendar, but it doesn't really matter if today is the first day of your year or if like me, you think that this is the middle of the year. So I like to run my year on the school schedule because that's the schedule that we follow in our day-to-day life. And I think that's perfectly fine. You can also start your year in March or in November whenever it works for you. But if you are caught up in the goal setting excitement right now, this is a great time when you have some downtime to go through and reflect back on what you achieved creatively in the past 12 months and what you want to achieve in the next 12. And this is our third installment, well, technically second live installment of this episode So what's about to happen is you're going to hear a recording from the video that Kaylee and I did where we went through these questions that Kaylee wrote that we use to reflect on our year creatively and goal set for our next creative year, the new art goals that we want to accomplish. And so what's going to happen is we are going to go through the questions together we're going to share some tips we're going to share our answers and then we are going to invite you to go through and answer the questions yourself now you can watch this video live if you would rather watch than listen you can watch us um, chat and interact and answer these questions or you can listen here and we would love for you to download the workbook that comes along with it it's totally free all you have to do is sign up for the get messy um newsletter and that is going to be linked in the show notes but that is also just at getmessyartjournal.com slash newsletter so go over there sign up for that and get this workbook and set some creative goals and accomplish them so i hope you enjoy the show hi everyone welcome to our third year of talking about our creative reflections from 2018 and our creative planning for 2019 I'm Lauren Hooper. I'm Kaylee Gray. Uh, And we run the Get Messy Art Journal community. And so if you are watching this or listening to this, we are a community for creative people who like to make art in their art journals. And we talk about life and creativity and inspiration and making stuff. Um, So we are excited that you are here and learning alongside us. So three years ago, Kaylee wrote these incredible questions 
and we have gone through them. This is our second year of going through them um, live with you guys. And so what we're going to do is we are going to go through the questions and we are going to answer them. We're going to give you guys some tips and some ideas. And we also have a workbook that if you sign up for the Get Messy newsletter, you will be able to get it is a gorgeous workbook that Kaylee designed. It's like how many pages? Eight pages or something? Sixteen. Um, it's sixteen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> eight pages front and back. <laughs> um, it is 16 pages and it has all the questions that we're asking, has room for you to write and to plan out your creative goal. Um, so Kaylee, do you want to talk about why you wrote these questions all those years ago? Yeah. So it's quite funny. So when I completely forgot that I wrote them. I thought that you had written them. So um, like we were looking at them and I was like, they are really good questions. Cause I thought they were yours. <laughs> and then I realized, Oh, they were mine. Um, <laughs> but basically where I was at when I, when I wrote the questions is I was feeling really down about my art and like I had not made anything and I wasn't making what I wanted to. And with the rest of my life, I'm very goal driven and I like setting goals. And then I know if I've achieved them or not. And I also know what I'm walking, working towards. And I thought, you know what, why am I not doing that in my art? It's actually, you know, if you become intentional about your art, you're going to be making art that you love. And not only that, by looking back at the art that you've made and seeing the year, like throughout the year, what you've made, it is just such a good practice because you realize, hey, like I'm a lot harder on myself than I should be, you know? Um, so... I know for me, if I look back and even if I've made like three things that whole year, I can be proud that I've made three things. That's more than zero. I think that for me is like, yeah, art goals. I feel like we, we always tend to feel as though art is something like whimsical and magical, but it's really not. It's just a choice that you make. That's, that's what it comes down to. So if you've got goals for that, you can just, you can live your art life dreams. Exactly. And so we are all for making financial goals and big life goals and also art goals because it's the same exact thing. If you want to be an artist, if you want to be a creative person, then you have to set goals and you have to think about what you're doing, what's working, what's not working and how you can make it better. Uh, so you can listen to our last year's uh, episode of this. We'll have it linked below. And so you can kind of hear where we were a year ago and how we have grown and changed this year. We'll refer back to our last year's goals a little bit, but we're talking a lot about kind of what happened this year and where we're going next year. Yeah, it's going to be, I'm actually also going to listen to it again. I don't normally listen to my own podcast episodes, but I honestly cannot remember anything like that. When we did it last year, I'd like, it was, Elliot was new not very new but quite new and so that a whole year is just a blur to me yeah i really i re-listened to it today so i remember some of it so i'll remind oh, good. you good yeah. <laughs> uh so here are a few tips for you if you're just getting started with this and you're like i don't know even how to reflect on a whole year's worth of time and creativity uh so some things i did to take stock was scrolled through my Instagram. Mm -hmm. I looked at the things that I posted, the things that I shared, what I was doing. Um, I looked back at my blog, the different posts that I had shared. Uh, I looked at my art journals to see what I had created this year because 
January was a really long time ago. So I had forgotten a lot of the things that I had made. Right. And you feel like, like the stuff that I made in January, like in my head, I felt like I made five years ago. It doesn't feel like it was this year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, look around your home at things that you've changed in your home. Uh, look through your photos. I mean, I know for me, if I look through my camera roll, I remember so many things that I had forgotten. So take a few minutes and just kind of take stock of what all has happened this past year. Maybe you want to make a list of top 10 things or just, you know, maybe you keep a Project Life album, like a, a monthly or weekly scrapbook, and that would be a huge thing to look back on. Um, and, and again, we're just going to specifically focus on creativity and what you've created. So go through your art space and look at what you've made and uh, what's still unmade, what things are still in the wrapper that you haven't opened yet. And we are going to dive into all of those. So Haley, do you have any other tips for kind of getting your mind around what we're talking about? No, I think those are brilliant tips and I agree with them. Um, I mean, all these questions kind of, so when you're going through the questions, you definitely want to be undisturbed, undisturbed. (laughs) That's a weird word. Okay. But you need to like turn your phone off. You need to be alone, whether it's in a coffee shop or your own house, just focus on this just for 30 minutes, one hour, and just be calm about it and spend a lot of time thinking. I think that's yeah. And write down your answers. I mean, that's what the workbook yes. is for. It is um, important that you actually write it down. This is one of my favorite activities I've done for the past three years um, is sitting down and actually journaling these things out. Um, and so, like I said, now we're going to talk through our answers and our experiences and share some tips and ideas with you guys um, as we go through the questions together. So hopefully you're ready to go. Maybe you're going to listen and then go back through and answer the questions or you're going to pause and write things down um, as you go. Either way is fine. Yeah. Thank you. So, Lauren Hooper, how did you what? How did you feel creatively this year? <sighs> I felt like this year. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, it was. Um, I went in a very different direction than I think I thought I was going to creatively this year. I was much more focused in. I think than I had been in the past year. And um, I think I was still very kind of output-based and, you know, making things based on projects that I had coming up. And um, I kind of went through like ebbs and flows, dips and va- whatever you, whatever that phrase is, um, for, you know, times that I really felt like I had my creative mojo and times that I was just making because I like had a project due. Um, I think this year in general, you know, you guys, if you've been around Get Messy, you know that we're making um, some changes around Get Messy. And so this year has been a big year for us talking about what we want creatively for the next few years. So I think I've spent a lot of brain power kind of evaluating what isn't working. And so I think that may be um, tainting my image a little bit of what this year was about what about you how did you feel creatively this year yeah I think that this because get messy is a very creative it's our business but it's a creative business so I think that a lot of our creativity went into kind of evaluating get messy and where we are with it and we always put our our heart and like our planning you know we, we we spend a lot of time thinking about 
the type of um, environment that we want Get Messy to feel like and all of that. But this year was like hectic with it. It was so in depth and we did a lot of deep work. So I'm on there with you. Um, I feel like I also had that, that thing where um, there was a lot of, how did you phrase it? Like we, we had a lot of projects to do this year. Like we had creative bug and big projects like that. So my art was also very project driven, but okay, wait, let me go back. This year I have felt on fire compared to last year. Last year, 2017 was very bad for me artistically. Um, not objectively, obviously it's subjectively. This year, because Elliot is going to a day mother, like on a schedule, um, I've, I've had a lot more sleep, mainly the sleep. Um, I feel like I have, I'm maybe not as prolific as I was before Elliot, but I feel like I'm almost there. Like I'm almost back. I feel like um, I didn't expect having a child to affect my art as much as it did, but it really did. And I feel like I've leveled up from that. So I'm like getting better than I was before Elliot, where last year I thought I was never going to get back. Anyway, so that I'm feeling very good about this year. But if I think about it, um, practically, I have not been making as much art. I have not been, you know, running back to my journal every day. I haven't been creating every day, which has been interesting for me. But I have had kind of those bursts because we, we've both traveled a lot. Well, not a lot, not, <laughs> not as much as usual, but there were big trips and I feel like I poured everything into those trips and um, I just basically wanted to be creating 24 seven because it was like a release for me. So that's how I felt creatively. I felt good. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I also kind of on the flip side felt very empowered creatively this Ooh, year yeah. from kind of the creative bug thing and from some other stuff I'll talk about uh, later as we get through the questions. But I, I do think that um, I'm, I'm definitely harder on myself and, mm. uh, you know, if I'm kind of seeing the positive and negative side, I definitely have felt very empowered as an artist this year. For sure. Yeah. Another word that I think will also suit you like validated, um, yeah. creative bug was such a stretch for us creatively. Um, and I know that you had a big uh, moment when you were there when um, Courtney was like, okay, Lauren, you need to make something like right now. You've got five minutes. And then you just did it. And I feel like that's so like, yeah, empowering and validating and being like, hey, you know, we actually deserve to be a. Yes, that was my exact example that I was going to get to later that we'll talk about. <laughs> but yeah, it was. It, yeah. Okay, we'll keep going. We'll, yeah. we'll come back to that. Yeah. Um, okay, so quantity wise, how are you feeling? Uh, good. I think that I will say if you haven't listened to last, the last episode, I think that was a big game changer for me because in that episode, um, in, in this conversation last year is when we kind of stepped back and took stock or I did of my life as being a creative life and not so much based on, I finished 24 art journals. Um, and so changing that mindset has helped me a lot 
Um, and so when I can answer kind of the quantity question, I can say, yes, I was very happy with that. I taught a bunch of courses this year. We decorated our house a bunch. Um, I finished art journals. Um, I started and worked on a lot of projects and I am very happy with, with what I was able to create this year. Yeah, I think that's definitely a big thing because maybe we judge ourselves on, okay, I've made, I don't know, 20 art journal pages, but that's not, you know, you, we, if we redefine what, it, what, what counts, like quote unquote, what do Americans call it? That's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I thought it was something different. But um, if we if we change what our metric is, then um, that's like a good thing. Like you know, does if we're looking at quantity, I mean, is the only thing that counts like a painted canvas? No. That's you know, um, rearranging um, a living room or you know, the, all these things count then. Okay. So I feel like, although my art journal page quantity has gone down, um, my whole creative living quantity is just like skyrocketed and that's pretty, you know, I feel good about it. Yeah. And I think that's the most important part about these questions is figuring out what you feel good about and what your mm. definition of quality and quantity and creativity are. Um, yeah. And so for us, I think rate of living is kind of how we filter through these questions versus strict numbers based on someone else's made up definition. Exactly. And that also, I mean, that goes into the next question, which is how we feel about the quality. Um, I mean, objectively, I made a lot of nonsense. Like I really made some objectively bad stuff, but I'm so happy with it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I and I think that also comes more in with being confident in who you are as an artist and being okay with the fact and knowing and appreciating those bad things that you make. Yes. It's kind yeah. of like you need to you need to go through the bad art times um just to appreciate how good the good is and also give yourself some slack. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, and and you know yourself. You know whether you're giving yourself some slack or if you're just making life too easy for yourself. You know yourself. Yeah, and this year I could definitely see me trusting myself as an artist and mm. saying, it's okay, this is bad. I know that good will come after this. Because uh, I feel like when you first get started and you make something bad, you're like, oh, God, this is the end. Like, I'm never going to make anything good again. Uh, but being able to in that place where I can trust the bad feels really good it makes it feel very very different um, and I would say for overall quality this year I feel like I've really found my style mm. and I was able to work in that a lot and that felt really good when measuring my quality output yeah I agree I feel like you are finding your style it's really well it's really cool you're honing in on it mm -hmm. Yeah, it. it does. It, it makes a big difference. And I think when I evaluate the other things that I accomplished this year that I observed or consider to be creative living, like how much I read, how much I traveled, um, I did really, really well creatively because I find those things to be very creative and very creatively fulfilling and inspiring. Um, and I also went through a 
really big bout of creative burnout this year. And mm. um, I have a whole podcast episode about what I did to work through it. Um, but the fact that I went through it, acknowledged it, and worked really hard to get out of it and made art that I loved from that, that, that to me was a big, big deal. Yeah. Okay. So was there anything that you wished you had have made? Uh, I think for me last year, I talked about wanting to move more towards painting on cam canvas and I didn't really prioritize that this year, but I'm okay with it. Uh, the one thing that I wished I had made that I didn't, um, I sketched out a, a series of weavings and I just didn't get around to making them. And weaving is something that I do at night while I watch TV. And I watched plenty of TV this year. <laughs> so uh, that was a little disappointing that, and I know like right now I'm working on a craft while I watch TV. And if I just get it out and put it there by the couch, like I will work on it every night. It's just those few little steps of getting myself started. And I just didn't do that for the, that weeping um, series. And so I hope to do that next year. And I just need to, you know, get it started and put it by the couch. That was kind of my only creative regrets this year. <laughs> regrets. Um, yeah. So you think that, so, okay, well, that's also answering like the next question is not having it like next to you kind of prevented it. Not like thinking about it, having it at the front of your mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have no regrets <laughs> this year. Ooh. <laughs> not even one single I, letter well i <laughs> i have um so i i started a different type of journal than i'm used to and my my regret is not doing it sooner which i think is such a cop-out of an answer but that is i wish i had have discovered it earlier and tried it earlier that's a good one yeah yeah um so okay so then did anything prevent you from that? I guess you don't have a lot to, or did anything prevent you from creating this year? Um, not like, not directly. Nice. Um, I think one thing I really came to realize was a lot of fear was preventing me uh -huh. from a lot this year um, and putting things out there and, so I've realized that I procrastinate, but a lot of it's from fear, not from wow. being bad at scheduling. So um, what so type of fear? Like fear that you're going to make awesome things, fear that it's going to be bad? Yeah, I think fear of it not being um, accepted or, mm. you know, like uh, I've been, oh, I forgot about one huge thing that I accomplished this year was I released my travel journals and it took me like three years to release them because I was just afraid they weren't going to be accepted well. Um, and just little things like that of, you know, what if I do this and no one comes or no one likes it? And uh, yeah, that was a big one for me this year. Well, that's the big problem with projects that are like full of heart is like, mm -hmm. even though they're going to be the best ever, there's just so much like you want to make them perfect. And it's so difficult to accept that they're not going to be perfect kind of thing. And that all the conditions are not going to be perfect. And like when you show, as soon as you show something to someone else, it's just so difficult to hear that it's not amazing. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Even when you're asking that person for feedback and they give you feedback that it's not perfect. Right. And I feel like, um, I mean, with both of us being creative business owners and like constantly putting our hearts out there, um, I felt like, I suppose this doesn't really come into the, the same category as this question, but it's always good to, you know, follow your thoughts anyway. Okay. But um, I felt like this year, I thought I had like a very hard shell. And this year kind of was like, hey, Kaylee, guess what? You don't. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like this year has been very um, hard on my shell. My shell's a little bit broken now. So I'm kind of recuperating that at the moment. Yep, I feel you. Yep. Um, The internet can be a difficult place to be. Yeah. So um maybe that like okay, so there was there was an instant where someone commented, okay, this is like a direct thing that I can think of is and it's like not I'm not like calling anyone out, so it's fun. But um someone commented maybe what you just had a kid, so maybe you should spend maybe you should not have jumped back so quickly. You know, it's clear that you're not ready. And that like cut me to my core because I feel like this year, like this is the, this is the year that I am back. Like I feel good. I feel like I can jump back in. Um, I took the whole of last year to calm, be calm or whatever. Anyway, so it like hit me. So that comment, and I'm so glad I can talk about it now without being hurt. But um, I think this year was a big year for a lot of that, you know. Yeah. Um, so what is, what is the lesson there? Kind of, um, I think that, that these words unknowingly, I always thought I had a hard shell, were actually preventing me from creating things and being my true self. And it's definitely, um, subconsciously held me back, which is not good. Like, I honestly don't actually care what this woman thinks. Like, it doesn't affect me, except that it hurts me. You know, like it, it, it doesn't but it does in a real sense yeah yes yes like I'm still healthy everything's fine it's a lie but but it's still hurtful yeah 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 oh and I've got like a good thing that helped me get over these things um there were I was getting like a bunch of negative feedback from all different things um and I was like, you know what? I'm going to write down everyone's words and I'm going to get it out of my head and I'm going to put it into art. And so I made like a really relaxed journal. Like when I say relax, it was just like basically watercolor on paper. And I wrote the thing like I wasn't trying to make art or anything. I was just trying to get out of my head. So I did that. And um, then I thought, okay, well, maybe if I like counteract each of these unkind words with um, a nice word or like a nice, something nice someone said to me, that's a good idea. So I started doing that. And then when I got near the end, like I realized I didn't, I couldn't even think about anything negative anyone had said. I I was just completely calm. So I feel like that, yeah, I learned about myself that I need to actually process that as well through my art. That was very helpful. That's such a good tip. Yeah, I think, yep, that is a fantastic tip to create some art based on whatever you're feeling. It's a great way to deal with it. Um, 
And then I think for me, the thing that I realized that was preventing me that I'm going to work towards that I know that is helpful for other people is to have something always ready to go, mm-hmm. you know, have something prepped, like have your journal out, have my loom by the couch, things like that. Um, because I know we talk a lot about kind of creative business goals, but we also are talking about our just everyday creativity and creating goals in this. Yeah, I think that's a big one. Um, I was speaking to Seraphine and she was saying like, she recently got an art studio. Okay. And you know, like you think, okay, you get an art studio, you're going to make so much art now, but I feel like it's the opposite. It's just so intimidating. Like, having all the space, all these tools, everything you could ever want, like, what do you make then? So having, like you say, something ready, but not only that, like a small little kind of, you make like a travel kit for in your own house. Mm -hmm. That is very helpful for pushing through any barriers that you have for what you want to make. Yeah, exactly. Um, So were you good about social media, blogging, Instagram? Do you need to change that up, invest more in it? What do you think? I was, t- I was bad. I'm, like I've realized I've stopped my blog now. Uh, Instagram, I don't try and force myself to post anymore. I'm over that. I feel I don't, I don't get, uh, I'm not enriched by those things anymore. I used to be heavily and now I'm not. So I've kind of accepted that and I've, I'm turning, well, I've, I've turned my website basically just into a portfolio and I feel nice. good about that. You are good. Yeah. Yes. And no. Um, I've always been, I've always struggled with my blog. Like, should I go back and post? Should I not? And I heard someone say, um, to start with blogging and then filter everything else out from that. Um, and that has been very helpful. Um, and so I've been trying to work on that a little bit more. And, you know, we've decided to shift our businesses into Get Messy and our personal stuff more into Get Messy next year. And that is going to make a huge, huge difference because, you know, I'm always torn between do I post this on my stuff or do I give it to Get Messy or where do I go with that? And so my blog this year is going to become more of a personal um, blog. And I'm really excited about that. I feel like I have a lot um, a better direction there and I share more specifically and uh, not feel so bad about it. And, but yeah, I mean, again, I love Instagram and I'm always posting there and always going to be posting there. Um, and that has been really fun to find different ways to engage with people and chat with other makers and, uh, learn new things mm. yeah um so in 2018 what did you learn about yourself and your art uh, well we touched on this i learned that i am not a hard little t- tortoise um i am a little slug <laughs> actually um but i i have also learned through that ways that I can process it better so it doesn't knock me over and I think that was the main thing and also that I am really into travel journaling but not travel journaling like when you go on a trip just like carrying a small little like one journal around with me and a tiny little pencil case and I'm good with that 
Yeah. And you mean like when you go to the coffee shop, when you go to the museum, when you go to your living room. Yes. Everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I like it. Uh, yeah. And I also feel like when I do that, I get so much more focused work done because I'm like there to work. Yes. You know, and I can't be as distracted at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we also spoke about like the whole creative living thing. It's kind of, and that, I think that was very much a focus for this year. Yeah. Um, this year, I think I've learned kind of two things. What we talked about earlier with the creative bug experience is that, you know, I am an artist and I have. I am like ready to own that and uh, let that be who I am. Cause like you said, I had to create an entire art journal unexpectedly, like in a few moments. Um, and I just sat down and did it and it was fine. And um, oh, also like- the, the journal would be like on camera, you know, like it wasn't just like you had to make it and then put it away. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then I was going to have to like show it on camera. Uh, so it was a big deal. And I just remember thinking like, I didn't even like think twice about this. I just did it. Uh, it makes, it makes a big difference. And, and just like I said, feeling that empowerment mm-hmm. of that. Um, and I also learned kind of along the same lines is just being more empowered in myself and standing up for myself and taking care of myself and doing what I need to do uh, has been a big theme for me these past few months and kind of figuring that out and and how I can um, make myself feel less overwhelmed and frustrated mm-hmm. in situations that I created for myself. Yeah. Um, and another big thing I learned, which you'll be very proud of this, um, is that I am tending to move more towards the simple and minimalistic. And I know this like doesn't look behind me, simple <laughs> and minimalistic, but we all have different definitions of the word minimalism. Um, but I have, I've just been throwing things away like mad and tearing down and getting rid of stuff and, um, creating more white space in my art and in my life. And, uh, that has made a big difference in my creativity because I realized I can't even get to my desk because it is so full of stuff, you know? And so I can't create. Um, and so I don't, and I use that as an excuse. So that's been a big thing that I've learned this year. Yeah. See, I feel like this year I've gone like the opposite way with having a kid. And I think that that's going to definitely be one of the focuses for next year is I need to pair back because, yeah, I feel very full at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So being deliberate in your creativity, what does that look like for you? Uh, for me, that is scheduling time. Um, I always talk about this. I need accountability. I need it on a schedule and that helps me a ton. Um, I also think working in smaller chunks and just taking small steps and creating things. Uh, like I said, like I can't do a whole weaving in one, you know, walking dead episode. Like it's going to take me like a week or two or three or four to complete a whole weaving. And I'm totally okay with that. Um, because I know that that's a more slower process craft. And so kind of transferring that idea to other creative things that I'm working on, like painting a canvas or working on an art journal page and working in layers um, is, is a big deal. And then um, 
yeah. And just, I notice whenever I find times to work, like you were saying, this kind of traveling art journals, traveling things. If I just can push myself to get started, I can keep going and I can create. Mm-hmm. But for me, I struggle with the getting started. So it's looking for ways to get started. And then once I do, making it become a habit so that it just starts happening, you know. So like I said, I'm working on a craft right now at night when I watch TV. And because I set it by where I was watching, I've worked on it every night for the past week. And so it just takes the starting and then it happens on its own. Yeah. So I've got the like this the same thing with um making realizing that we've only got pockets of time. I mean we don't have like ten hours to make art and even if we did we wouldn't be make you know um but i've gone the other way in that like i need to think what can fit into 10 minutes so i'm i'm the kind of person i love batching and i love doing everything and then being done with it so i need i need to what what it's manifested in is the art journal that i'm keeping like my daily art journal is it's a really relaxed thing i'm not trying to make art in it i'm just trying to pour what's happened in my day into the art journal. And that's been a big shift for me, like, honestly. Um, yeah, making, making things that fit into what I've got instead of, instead of making the time, if that makes sense. Like yes, living yes. my life fully and then, yeah, fitting that into the art journal and into my art. Yes, I love that idea that you don't have to create extra time. You just use the time that you already have and can identify as like a pocket of time. Yeah. That's perfect. So that was a big thing for me, um, being kind to myself, which I think like I've done pretty well this year. And then um, also looking after myself and my whole self as a human, as a creative human. Um, as an artistic being and as an artistic human, um, not only my art practice, but also looking after myself, like uh, going on walks with the dog and getting out the house. And not just like, I used to think that being creative was about, you know, kind of looking at your journal until you started making art, but it's not, it's kind of having such a full life that you like, when you go to your journal, it's just like pause out of you. So that big, thing that I've realized this year is that in order to be creative I do need to look after other parts of myself yeah if you listen to our last year's conversation you'll know that I talked a ton about being really isolated since our move and one thing that I've implemented this year was creative field trip and making certain mm. that I leave the house first of all that I leave the house, leave the house. <laughs> yeah and second that we go and do something creatively fulfilling whether that's just going to a movie or we go for like a walk on the beach or we went and saw, um, they had a Ripley's believe it or not interactive exhibit at the mall. That was free. And so we went to that. Um, but I can tell on the times that we do those things that, um, my creativity is just through the roof that week. It, it makes a huge difference. So I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I also been doing those like artist dates. I like mm-hmm. calling them that makes them in- intentional. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're prioritizing your art, how, how is that affecting you in your life? I wrote down that it makes me feel elated. 
I do. Like I am excited to tell Terrell about what I did that day. I am excited, uh, like proud of myself. It's fun. And, and I can tell those days where I feel like I really create in that day versus the days where I'm like, I don't know what happened today. Um, it, it does. It makes me feel elated for sure. And it makes me feel more productive. Like I feel like I can kind of um, quantify my days better. And we have three questions that we like to ask ourselves every day. Um, and so we always ask, what did you learn today? What did you create today? And who did you help today? And so whenever I can't answer those questions, um, you know, it's kind of like our gauge, how we're like doing with our lives. Um, and so being able to answer those questions makes a big difference for me and how I feel about my day. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, I kind of realized and it goes back to that, the whole, like living creatively completely, um, I kind of realized that my art was as important as, you know, eating well. I mean, we all know what it feels like if we've just been eating junk the whole time. We don't feel very good. Uh, and it's the same with your art. If you, I mean, you, you, like, it's kind of like a scale where if I know that I'm making rubbish, it's different when you put your heart in and you make something rubbish. Like, I, feel, I still feel good. Whereas, like, yeah. if, you, if you're doing it half-assedly, then you're not going to be feeling good. So when I'm, when I'm putting in good art time and self-care time, then that makes me feel like healthy. That's, I suppose, healthy. Yeah, yeah. And I think it also makes me feel like I actually have something to share and add to the conversation, mm. you know, because, you know, on, online or even in real life, you know, when I don't have these experiences and haven't, created something of my own it's harder to interact in a community and to talk about these kind of things online um and you know as being an artist it's hard to say like oh how's your day oh good I don't know what I did today versus you know oh I worked on a painting today you know and it 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 makes me feel like I have something to like add to the conversation um whether it be online or in person Mm -hmm. yeah so now we're going to move into, we've done our reflection of what this year kind of held for us. And you can take some time and journal anything out that happened for you in the year creatively that you want to reflect on and use to guide you in 2019. And so now we're going to talk about how we're going to plan our creative goals for 2019 and how we're going to make that happen. Uh, so the first question is, how do you want to feel creatively in 2019? I want to. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'll go. (laughs) Um, I feel like last year, everything that it's taught me is how I want to feel this next year. So my main focus is that whole, that is it holistically is that I want to holistically creative. I want to feel healthy artistically. I want to, um, have my body feeling healthy and fulfilled. And I think that's my first. Oh, I kind of want to steal yours. That's good. <laughs> uh, um, I said that I wanted to feel prolific. Like I was crazy. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of wanted to, I want to own more of the idea of being an artist and a teacher. Um, and I want to feel like new and excited with my artwork. Cause I felt that this past year I did my, um, 
I worked on a collage project. It was really new and exciting. I really, really liked it. And so I want to get more of that mojo. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I feel like those yeah, would have been my, sorry, those would have been my goals in the past, but I feel like I'm, I'm heading more towards like the calm now. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so how much do you want to create in 2019? Um, yeah, my answer there was, we'll see. I, like I never, I don't know how much I'm not, I don't think I'm focused on numbers at, at this time. Yes, I totally agree. Uh, this past year, I had a goal to read every day because mm -hmm. I do feel like that's very important for my self-care and my uh, creativity and all those kind of things. And I did. I've read every day this year um, for the most part. Uh, but uh, this next year, kind of my big goal is to go for a walk every day, mm -hmm. uh, just to, again, to get out of the house and to move more. Um, and again, that's important for my creativity personally. Uh, but I, yeah, I said for the amount, I just wanted to create consistently. Um, I know that I am not a big person who wants to force myself to create every single day. I have, I've done a 365 project of creating every day and I loved it and it was amazing. Um, but for me, I'm kind of okay if I take days off, like if I am out all weekend refilling my creative well, I don't feel the need to create that day. Um, so I just want to make, but more consistent small steps and projects and I need to finish some art journals I have been working in like the same seven art journals for like two <laughs> years I need, I need to just focus on one and just wrap it up yeah <laughs> okay uh, as for quality that I want to create um I've I've really enjoyed being new this year I feel like that's what sparked a lot of fun for me um whereas previous years I, I like to kind of hone in and be expert in exactly that I feel like this year I want to do new things but when I say new I mean I don't want to try a new medium or anything just kind of feel f maybe that's like feel fresh about my art that I make this year oh I like it that's a good answer I feel like I'm, yeah, I'm comfortable if it's rubbish, but fresh. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I have a couple of things I would like to fully transition to using my camera and manual. Mm. So I would like to be not an expert photographer. That is definitely not the right terminology, but, you know, able to use my camera and manual um, and to be using it daily. So I would like to definitely up daily. my quality. Yeah. My big camera. I've been trying to try to move towards that lately. Um, I also would like to do more research on uh, different art journal mediums and art mediums mm. and uh, figuring out kind of how to use those better and, and how they can elevate my work because we're all about simple around here and using what you have and you only need like a glue stick and scissors. I fully believe that, um, but I think I am ready to kind of expand my knowledge and my supply base and see what else is out there and what I can add. Um, and just, I think to have a better teaching knowledge of, of those mediums is, is a good level for me. And then, yeah, those are kind of the things I'd like to grow, <laughs> grow yeah. a lot in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Um, so what, what would your focuses be for next year? Do you okay. have an idea of the mediums? Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Maybe, um, I have, I don't know, this might be like jumping to the next question. Um, but no, I don't think I have any like new, new things that I want to focus on. Um, but I would like to kind of improve my writing skills, my sewing skills. Mm. I have everything I need to create a really pretty skirt from a tutorial on creative bug. I just need to like be brave enough to get out my machine and like try it. So I'd like to improve my sewing skills to add some clothing, not going crazy with it. Um, things like gardening, like some of my plants are dying and I cannot figure out why. So just, I would like to learn more about that. Um, I would like my weaving skills to improve. Um, I can bust out a good weaving, but now I'd like to kind of add in some of the more uh, difficult, different techniques into it. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. know if that answers the question. What about you? Yeah. Um, okay. So I, um, I've been a big proponent of being inspired by yourself. Okay. And drawing inspiration from you and, um, kind of like going through your own Instagram and figuring out, you know, Oh, I like the way I did that. Like, let me do that again. You know, instead of scrolling through a Pinterest board or general Instagram. Um, and I had a conversation with Ellie Brown and she spoke, well, she's also doing a tutorial on it for Get Me and See. Um, but she speaks about this thing that she calls, she calls it joy notes. And uh, joy notes is an intentional, uh, she used to keep it in a journal. Now she keeps it kind of in like a project life kind of album, you know, like a six by eight album with pockets in where she'll, if she likes something that she's doing, she'll just make a note of it. So whether, oh, she likes this color combination or um, she really likes this type of paint or she likes this like weird little abstract thing that she did over there. Uh, she puts that in that in her joy notes. She calls them joy notes. She also it. puts um, photographs of art that she's made that she loves in there. So, I, you know, she was speaking about this and I saw her tutorial on that, her like masterclass. And I swear to you, my mind was blown. So like I've been thinking about this for a long time and she just kind of, she's like, well, you know, you just make a journal out of it. You do it very intentionally. So that's going to be a very big focus of mine next year, I think. Uh, and I know you've also got that with your idea book. Mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. um, and this year, what I had actually done, because the end of last year, I was feeling very despondent about not having made enough and all of that. And then I looked at what I had made and I was like, oh, whoa, okay. No, that's a lot. You know, I'm very hard on myself. Um, and so this year I actually made a fold on my computer. Uh, I'm very good at organizing my photos and I obviously take photos of the art that I make. So I just made a folder called things made in 2018. And um, every time I was processing my photos off my phone, um, instead of putting it into like the general house photos, I put it into that folder. And this folder is full. There are, I think there were 400 photos when I checked. And now I'm not taking photos of everything that I've made either. So I've made more wow. than that. Okay. Tangible things. And like, it's not every page. Yeah, okay. So it's just like an overview and there's so much stuff in there. 
So I want to do that again next year. Um, and maybe print some of the stuff out and turn it into idea book, joy notes kind of thing. I think I might call it catalysts because I love that word. And that is a focus for us. So yeah. So that is number one. Um, I want to continue with my doodling, my illustrations, all of that. Um, I want to continue on the path with, I've put it, I've put it down as input. So artist dates, uh, walks, all of that. Again, holistic. Yeah. Fulfilling myself, not just. Okay. Um, and then film. Uh, I started exploring video this year and I found it very creatively fulfilling and I want to continue that and get better at it and hone in on that. I like it. And I like how our lists are very wide. Like there's no, again, we're talking about creative lifestyle. We're not talking about one specific thing. Um, So it can be anything from like painting a hundred canvases to going for a walk every day. Like those are all fall into the creative lifestyle Um, because, you know, it's just, I go for a walk and I see something beautiful and I take a picture of it. And then that picture is creativity. And then maybe I create something from it, you know? And so it just all snowballs into one another. And so don't dismiss your ideas. If you're writing things down right now and you're like, this doesn't, isn't exactly art related, but write it down. Like it probably fills your creativity. That's why it's coming up for you right now. If you're listening to this and working through this, uh, these questions with us. Yeah. Um, all right. So how, how are you going to do this? How are you going to prioritize? Wait, what's the next question? Well, okay. The next question is what the three focuses are, which we kind of touched on anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, but the, the next question is how can I fight against the stuff preventing me from creating what I wanted to? And we've touched on it already, but it's good to name it. Yeah, I just made a quick list. I'm going to schedule things. I'm going to leave the house every day. I'm going to, this is a big one, give myself permission to do stuff. I struggle with that, being a people pleaser. So I have to give myself permission to make stuff, to take my own time, all that kind of thing. I have to clean my office. We have started. (laughs) So Phil, Phil, I know you're watching, Phil. Bill told us that he was, he has a habit of cleaning his dishes every night and we have started doing that. And it's like, a, we live in a different house now, like <laughs> that we have clean dishes every night, every day. Um, and so I need to find a way to roll that into my office so that my office is clean every day. Cause I know it'll be like being in a whole new art studio every day if it's clean. Um, <laughs> and then my last one was always to have something going on, like always have a project in the works. Yes. Yeah. Okay. My one is um, having like an everyday thing. So my little travel, home travel journal kit, whatever. Um, I'm going to take your leaving the house. That is, yeah, hardcore. Um, and having artist dates. And there was one thing that I thought of now that has just left me. But um yeah, basically just making things easy for myself and and being like getting input again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. Okay. 
So how are you going to prioritize your creativity? I feel like I do a very good job at that already. I feel like it's just within me to do it. Um, so I don't struggle with that. So I don't need to spend too much time focusing on the details of that. Okay. Yeah. I felt like I didn't have anything like super specific. I mean, I had, of course, things like scheduling time for it, making sure it's easy and it's like open, setting goals, having accountability, um, participating in challenges. I think all of those things kind of help me um, prioritize it. But yeah. Uh, so that's how we prioritize our creativity. Next one is how to prioritize our art. And um, for me, this one, and I'm super excited because Get Messy is also going to be following this uh, structure, is to have a focus for the month. Mm. So that I'm not thinking, oh, no, like, what am I going to do this? I can do anything. It's kind of like, this is the focus. Um, this is what we're doing. And just following a path, like a, a set path for the month and knowing what I need to be doing. That's, that's how I'm doing that. I like it. Um, I had that I needed to celebrate my art more. That oh. I needed to be like more excited and proud and um, talk about it and share about it more. Um, and then another thing I had was a goal was to take some in-person art courses, some more creative courses. Cause I know we, you know, we're in a creative, we're in business and we're, we're, I don't have a business degree. So, you know, I take a lot of business classes and trying to figure that out. And so I want to take more, um, art classes this year. Interesting. Okay. Tell me more tangibly what a celebrating your art look like. Does it mean talking to your husband about it? Yeah. Yeah. So I think, um, sharing it with other people, uh, I think, and then like you were saying, taking time to really look at it and be like, what did I like about this? Why did this make me feel good? Um, looking even in the bad art, you know, celebrating the fact that I took the time to make it, that I still made something that there's still something good in there, um, that I can use as a jumping off point. Um, so sometimes that's more, I think of, uh, it's kind of 50, 50, like it's internal that I need to like reset my mindset on that. Um, and then external with like sharing it, talking about it. Mm. Awesome. That's good discussion. I love how uh, each year we just had such different parts, like places, uh, both you and I, and also ourselves from past years. It's yeah. really cool. Everyone should record themselves doing this as well. <laughs> or just write it down. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And this would be, so I, I get a lot more out of this exercise when we do it together and we can ask each other more questions and hear other people's answers. Um, so if you're in Get Messy, if you're part of Get Messy, we'll have a forum um, topic that you can go in and share your answers to these questions and so that you can have that conversation. But uh, you can do it on a hangout if you're a party get messy. Uh, you can do it with a friend in real life. You can send them these questions, say, "Hey, answer them, and then let's talk about them over coffee." Um, yeah, if you're a real, if you're a real learner, you could just look in the mirror and do it. Yes, right. You could just talk to yourself in the mirror for oh, an hour. Cat. There you go. Talk to the paper. <laughs> yep. But yeah. All right. Last question. What? is your word that is going to summarize your creativity in 2019 catalyst dang it oh you want to do it together (laughs) i knew what yours was (laughs) okay what's yours 
you want to guess? I, know, I feel like I know it, but my brain is mush. Yep. It's radiant. Yes. <laughs> I did know it. Yeah. Good word. What was your word for this year? Oh, I think it was artist. Was I wanted to like uh-huh. all and come oh, into you that? Oh, you rock that artist. word. You rock that word. Yeah, I did with zero um, intention. But I feel like I, that, I feel like so when bad. we, yeah, but when we put it out into the world, that's also got a lot of power. Yes, yes. So I know a lot of people do like one little word and stuff, and they really focus on their word and like work towards it, like actively, consistently all year long. And I immediately forget my word as soon as I say it every year. Me too. Um, I, do, yeah. I do too. So but that's why I'm glad I, I chose a big, a broader word. Yeah. But I feel like, this year. yeah, my word was prune, which I remembered now. <laughs> but it's definitely the way my life went. So, yeah. I think yeah. You, you know. Yeah. And sometimes you don't and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a word, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. Great. I love it. Okay, so I hope you guys got a lot of um, ideas and intention and you enjoyed listening to us talk through our uh, reflections for 2018 and our goals and our planning for 2019. So like I said, you can get the workbook that is beautiful uh, in on the Get Messy newsletter. So just sign up below on this. Just Even if you're already on the newsletter and for some reason you feel like you didn't get it, uh, just put your name and email in again, and it'll be like a special magic link that'll make sure you get this specific email. Um, and we'll have links to the things that we talked about in our last year's conversation. And if you're a part of Get Messy, come over to the forums and hang out with us and tell us what your goals are there. And if you're not, we'd love to have you join us. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. Thank you for listening to today's episode of How She Creates. For show notes, visit lauren-likes.com slash podcast. If you want more creativity in your life every day, join us at getmessyartjournal.com to dive deeper into this mindset of living a creative life. If this episode was helpful for you to say thank you, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. I'll see you next week for another episode of How She Creates. And until then, get curious and go explore something 